Well, hello there, boys, girls, and in-betweeners. Welcome to another episode of the Playlist Podcast. My name is Kevin Pereira. Hi. I am rambling into a headset mic, which is dangling near my chin stubble, underneath an AC vent, in the corner of my office, huddled in said corner. Why? Because we are prepping for a massive six-hour gaming charity marathon, and I'm trying to get this recorded in between the sounds of shouts and tennis ball cannons that are going off because we have a human shooting gallery going on. We have a full-size inflatable bouncy house obstacle course where people are going to lube up and astroglide and try to get through it. And thanks to Oculus, we've got four VR touch kiosks. We're doing six hours of VR gaming to benefit stackup.org. The issue is that I'm terrible with promotions and timelines, so I'm recording this before the podcast hits, which means, thanks for the door slam, Rose, which means you're hearing this after the event happened. So I'm going to assume that we raised a ton of money and that it was a huge success and that everybody had a great time. Nobody got black eyes. We didn't break Coral's nose again. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to follow the attack because it's basically turned into, uh, I don't know, WWE on Twitch, but somehow about games and tech. Thing is go to this website. I'm going to give you a website. I know that the charity event is over, but you can still donate and help them out. Stackup.org is an amazing, amazing uh, uh, organization. The website, though, is calltoarms.com. TV. That's C-A-L-L-T-O-A-R-M-S dot TV. Go to calltoarms.tv. We literally just got this website minutes ago, so I'm sorry if I'm a little crazy in this intro. Calltoarms.tv. Go there. You can learn about Stack Up. You can see, hopefully, an archive of our broadcast, which should be six hours of insanity and big stunts and exclusive VR gameplay. By the way, some of the things that I'm whispering now, and I don't know why, I'm, I am kind of all alone here, but I did get to play a handful of new Oculus Touch experiences. I didn't sign an NDA yet, but I, I do know that some of the things that I played, I don't even think they've been announced. I gotta tell you, some of the most fun I've had in VR. And experiences, by the way, that feel like games, not like tech demos or cute little refreshing palette cleansers, like a little blast of VR ginger. Experiences that have depth, uh, some multiplayer stuff. Man, we were, oh, my quads hurt. I was, it's more than I've moved around in VR in a long, long while, and it's an experience that I cannot wait to get back to. I think that's all I can say. Hopefully you'll see some of it on the stream. The rest of the stuff will announce soon. But huge thanks to Oculus for helping us out so that we could raise money for this charity. So what is stackup.org? It's, by the way, their website is stack-up.org. Call to arms.tv. That's all you got to know. But if you go there, these guys do some amazing things for the men and women in our service. Uh, basically, they use the power of gaming to support U.S., NATO, and Australian and New Zealand veterans around the world. And they do that by shipping giant supply crates filled with the latest games and gear. They send it to combat zones. They send it to troops that are recovering in military hospitals. They do humanitarian missions. They have these things called air assaults, where they'll take veterans to gaming and geek culture events. You know, they'll bring them out to a Comic-Con, Me 3, a PAX. Really amazing people, super passionate about their cause, changing lives in support of some of the bravest men and women on the planet. So if you have a couple bucks and you want to throw them their way, I know they would appreciate that, and I would too. Again, the website is calltoarms.tv. If you head over there, you can make a donation. And I think we even have some prizes and stuff after the charity marathon that you'll get a chance to win should you do that. So I hope you do. All right. That said, my guest today, Miss Sarah Lane. Mmm, doggy. I've wanted to have Sarah Lane on this podcast for a long while. I met her, well, I knew of her when I was a wee little lass watching uh, tech TV. And then when I was a little less wee, but still a young lass, I worked with her at a thing called G4 Tech TV. Maybe you've heard of it. You probably haven't. It's fine. We're going to go over all this. Um, and I 
been fortunate enough to be her friend throughout. And, um, you know, lately she moved back to L.A. We have rekindled that friendship. We're chatting a ton. And I just, I love her to death. She has uh, a tenacity, a spirit, and and, and a tone, an attitude that I love and respect so much. And I really enjoy chatting with her. I'm not going to belabor it. Here it is. Oh, by the way, we recorded this before the old election. So you're going to hear us talk about... (laughs) You're going to hear me talk about... My big concern, which was, you know, once Hillary Clinton uh, was going to defeat Trump by a landslide, my worry was that he was going to hold up the process with lawsuits and, you know, grandstanding because he wanted to launch his own Trump TV digital media platform. So you're going to hear me prognosticate about the future that we clearly live in now, uh, which is why I'm getting this one out, because, uh, well, it's an interesting slice of time. I mean, it was literally less than a week ago as I'm recording this, and yet while nothing feels markedly different right now, the world is literally not the same. At least this country is not. And I've waxed poetically about that a lot on front page. If you guys aren't watching our Twitch channel, I'm doing like a, a morning podcast with the crew here. Uh, every, pretty much every morning. We go for like an hour and change. Uh, we watch videos. We shoot the ish. We talk about uh, current events and pop culture and everything else. I've talked my head off about Dear Trumpu. So if you want to listen to any of that, you can back us on Game Wisp. Get that back catalog of episodes. Give it a listen. You're, you're good, buddy. I'm recording a podcast intro. What's up? Oh, good. Do you want to tell the podcast? Because this is in the intro now. You got to come closer to this microphone dangling from my chin. I can't. The VO booth is taken because there's a stranger in there now. So go ahead. What was that? Yeah. You didn't have to let me interrupt your. No, you need. This is the intro. I already talked about Stack Up. I talked about Sarah Lane. You really just wanted to get close to me. This is. We're very. We're so close. No one can see this, but we're really. Well, they can hear in our voices. We were closer in Costa Rica. Mm. Pura Vida. Yeah, real inside. Real inside material there. <laughs> <laughs> Say bye, Yaniv. Bye. Wanna, oh, wait. Why don't you tell him to enjoy the Pointless Podcast with Sarah Lane? Enjoy the Pointless Podcast with Sarah Lane. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. This podcast should be America. 110%. Fucking blood red America. E-N-E-A-A. Fuck yeah! Everybody slaying vagina. Cyborg Jesus. Jesus, America. Washu, she's here all the time. She's a community member. She's amazing. Uh, they make these, and that was made for a, a Just, stunt that we did. This this Tomb Raider thing. That's so beautiful. Uh, isn't it great? We yeah. kind of recreated Legends of the Hidden Temple in like a studio in Van Nuys, and that was the dinosaur giving challenges instead of Olmec. Wow. Right. But now he's here. Now he could, he's here, and he's a. Um, he could use some Invisalign. <laughs> he loves Trump, by the way. Hey, what? He yeah, he is. He's a Trump loving dinosaur. Hey, do does do we have like a pillow or anything I put behind me? I just I'm like vertically challenged. <laughs> I just need something or else what? Hi everyone, happens. welcome to the Pointless Podcast. We're live. <laughs> By the way, That's there's fine. no siren. There's no, no anything. I was just no, you need lumbar. Guys. We have just bring the whole chair. Chair swap. Bring the whole chair. We're doing live. Uh, I prefer orange to blue anyway. Good. Kick that thing out of here. Get that one with the lumbar and a head pillow. By the way. Look at that thing. Beautiful. So mean. What Power Ranger are you? Orange and black. I don't know. And then, do you, want, do you want it to get up on you? Oh, yeah. Right? Well, maybe not like too, that. Too much? You tell me. You guide me. This is fine. This is good. This Wolf? is good. Yeah, yeah, because okay. I'll be sitting up straight. Call Uncle. Got it? Yeah. Well, where's my fucking back pillow? Yeah, see? What is this <laughs> shit? Oh, sit. No, Myron, stay on your camera. You're fine. Jeez. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Hi, everyone. My name's Kevin Pereira. I'm unimportant. My guest today is a writer. She's a host. She's a producer. She's a multi-hyphenate. She's a very lovely lady that I've got years with, had years with, 
spent years with. We've, we have had some years. There's no tread on these tires, but man, did there, we... There's some tread. We burned some rubber well, together. I, I don't actually know what that means. I don't know that we burnt rubber together. I don't know if it, I was going with the tire metaphor. Not that I recall. Then it got sexual. I don't think... I don't think... No. No, we never... No. But, no. But stranger things have happened, but I'm... Should we? Gonna go ahead and plead the There fifth. was one Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sarah Lane is here, everybody. Yay. And now I'm going to clap for you and you clap for you. Thank you, because there's no one here. There's fucking no one here. Where is everybody? Are they voting? God, no. Not at this office. Um, no. When I walked in, there was a nice young man who had written out um, all of the the things that he was going to vote for. He had looked through his sample ballot. Oh, you saw like a t- notepad where someone had written down proposition there like, notes? There was like a cheat sheet. So when he I goes think, to the polls, it's... Did you read it close enough? Because I think they were, they're protesting League of Legends changes. Oh. They read the new patch notes. Right. And they're writing a very tersely worded, very long right. mail. Also, they're going to show also up. Also matters and, a lot for the future of the county of Los Angeles. It matters way more here than anything else. <laughs> I was talking about today being the big, this, this, this big voting day. Here we go. I don't know when this is going to release, but for those that are listening to it, we are talking on November the 8th. This is yes. the day to vote. But I can't believe it's really this day. After so all of this hoonanny, I feel like it actually kind of crept up on me. Is that where Trump grabbed him by? The yes, hoonanny? that's one way to put it. <laughs> when you're a celeb. Is that what that means? Grab him by the hoonanny. I think hoonanny no, just means nonsense. No, hoonanny is nonsense. Yeah. 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 Grab him by the nonsense. Grab, of course. What he said was fucking nonsense, but we know what he meant. He's a nonsense kind you of You say person. all the hoonanny, but the hoonanny really hasn't been, we haven't been hooning all that long. Are you talking about election season? Yeah. Well, it feels like it's been It does though, right? Years because it has, actually. Well when did when did the Republican primaries, when did that start? Was that <sighs> last November, was it? So less I mean less of uh, really a year. I mean, yes, all it has in been an intense year. It feels like it's been a decade of my life though. I'm exhausted. I'm mm-hmm. I'm scared. I'm angry. I'm angry at yeah. everybody. I was listening to KCRW, which is a local uh station here yeah. in LA on the way over, and they were they had a whole hour devoted to like PTSD because of the experience that so many people in the U.S. have been having and and like they had therapists in to talk about like, uh, you know, divorce rates rising and teenagers going on antidepressants. They're not even voting yet, but it's still like scary for them because it has something to say about the future that we're all going to experience one way or another. It's just it's a lot. So people have. PT, they're getting post-traumatic stress disorder. The election hasn't even happened yet. Right. It's just this whole news cycle. It's, 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 it's the stress that they're experiencing will turn into something like that, potentially. Ooh. Maybe me I believe too. It. Maybe I can I blame PTSD on all sorts of stuff. Well, but wait, you did come into the office and you sat down and there was a bit of a sigh. And I, I was did. Like, What's that about? And you're well, like, yeah, because I, I had just... just gotten out of the car and I was listening to these specials and it's just like... What's going to happen with Pennsylvania? And, you know, like, like, this is the I'm only re- time I'm really like I have I have spent a lot. I'm really invested. Yeah. In 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 this whole thing. And it's been very unpleasant. Very unpleasant. We all should be. But when when was the last time you rolled into any building in your life and let your shoulders down and went, fuck, what's going on with Pennsylvania? When was the last time Pennsylvania affected you this directly? Four years ago. Right. <laughs> It's so wild to I mean, me that it's... some of it is the same kind of like stress, right? right. Um, it's, it's just a stressful thing um, because, you know, choosing a president means that the co- country goes in one sort of wildly different direction. At least symbolically. Symbol- yeah. You know, as, as far as party lines yeah. have, have been over the last however many centuries. But, um, but yeah, it's just... Don't... Bill Maher had an interesting mea culpa on his show last Friday. I don't know if you watch Real Time. Like, I enjoy I, a I certain dip percentage into it. of it. Yeah. Here he, and there. He basically said to, I think, like a Fox pundit or whoever was on the panel, he basically said, um, guys like me made a mistake when we vilified Bush 
in the mm. last, you know, last mm-hmm. one or, or mm-hmm. carry or whoever. Mm-hmm. He's like, we basically said, if these guys get in, we are screwed. It's going to be anarchy. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And in reality, like, eh, the wealthy might have got a tax break, which would have sucked. Or, you know, there might have been less regulations on coal, which I believe in climate change. So this is that would have been bad. But fundamentally, life would have been just fine. But he was saying that this is the one. Right. This is the one where all that rhetoric is warranted. Well, and that's why it's a mistake, because then you've got this sort of crying wolf type thing. Right. So if people don't like what you have to say anyway. And the direction that you lean is not in line with their beliefs. Then they say your media, you're full of shit. You are biased. You are throwing this election, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And I don't agree with that, but I understand a lot of where what I don't agree with is coming from. Right. And there, I, I feel that regardless when if if it is if it's a landslide blowout which some are predicting i think mm. nate silver's site right now he's usually pretty good with this he's mm-hmm. got her winning mm-hmm. by like he's at 75 percent of the vote which is kind of considered a People landslide have been turning on nate silver lately there's well like sure a, there's like a it's, we don't like the prognosticator we don't like the wizard <laughs> with the crystal ball well, it's like it's like here's the genius that will put together all these numbers and spit out some some <clears throat> pretty well thought outcomes fuck you nate silver <laughs> Like, your spreadsheet ain't racist enough. Twitter is hard to keep up with. It's implied. I I gave up. I'm like, what are are we mad about? um, Okay, I'm mad at him. Okay, all right. Tweet this. Retweet. Well, you know, I I look at his site, I look at his numbers, and I go, if that is the blowout that happens, then we all, I think across the board, I think we're all fucking sick and tired and fed up of mainstream media. We're tired of of the way news is reported and treated in this country. That if you look Mm -hmm. at the amount of airtime that was given to a single email scandal versus the entirety of either candidate's policies, right. you go, oh, something's skewed, something's wrong. And it's uh, to me, I go, oh, it's, well, what's their end goal? You could, you could put on the tinfoil hat and go MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, whoever, they want to push an agenda for their candidate or whatever else. But I think what, what I would say, having an ounce of experience in this industry, is that oh, they really care about ratings. Yo, they want ratings on, up and we've they want to sell. We've worked in television. Well, I mean, it's not it's not a secret why it's gotten course. out of hand. Well, so they have a vested interest in making this seem like this is the death match of the century and it's 50 sure. 50. And it could be a coin flip right. that decides yeah. whether you go in a furnace or you get equal pay. Who knows? Right. Mm-hmm. That's what they have to gain. And is this going to solve anything like tonight? You're going to probably be glued to the television. I will be as well. They have won. In fact, I thought about that this morning because the last time I watched um CNN for like I just sort of like was in my underwear on the couch and it was just like I'm just gonna watch CNN political commentary all fucking day which I did and I was hold on let, let me give the males in the audience a chance to adjust <laughs> with this yeah, imagery I, know. <laughs> yeah. I really take election uh, half hand in the seriously. funyun bag what were we what were we dipping into oh some just, pizza rolls no just straight up tortilla chips okay good and some Casa Sanchez salsa and some grated Mexican cheese Woo! that's right that's right. It's a chip snack, <laughs> chip dinner, even. So you were dipping into some CNN. Yeah, and um, it's it's hard to watch. So I was thinking to myself this morning. All right, well, I'm going to be with some a uh, few friends later tonight. We're going to you know postmate some food and you know lean on each other and cry or whatever we're doing. <laughs> what are we going to watch? Like what what is the station that we've chosen? Right. I remember um, when Barack Obama won the first time, so 2008. Um, we watched Comedy Central because Jon Stewart was having a special with Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing that this year. I haven't looked into I don't it. Think so. But that was like that was an unusual year, and that's just that's all we watched. Right. I would go with uh, with like an RT or an Al Jazeera. I think it'd be interesting to watch their coverage. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to have cool fancy holograms and 3D maps and whatnot, but it'd be interesting <sighs> to see how they're going to skew and slant yeah. all the results as they come in.
I've never really liked any coverage more because of a hologram. <laughs> you know, it's like I appreciate the effort, but you know what? Mm, maybe You're telling me. Maybe the cost to benefit ratio. You're telling me that like a, a good report on like carbon emission or about school lunches being less nutritious wouldn't be markedly improved by Will I Am dancing around in some transparent Tupac, blue. On a- maybe. Will I Am still with us. So, okay. you know, so wait, so holograms it's of like people really that are still around. Think about not your hologram before you insult me is all I'm saying. <laughs> what about Hitsune Miku, the Japanese pop star that only exists as a hologram? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, is it a man or a woman? It's a woman. She she has what? leaks. She like shakes leaks a lot. Is it supposed to be like a live action type thing? She, or is no, it she's like clearly a, like anime she, CG. She's a character. Yeah, yeah. Of still some... fuckable, but definitely like anime. Well, that's why people like anime, right? right? Yeah, Why because it's you... still pretty fuckable, <laughs> but but weird. And there's a tail. And... <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's not a prerequisite to be anime. No, it's <laughs> not a prerequisite. Do well, you watch? An- have you watched anime in my life? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not a regular anime on purpose? watcher. Like you went and sought it out because someone told you to go watch Attack on Titan or watch some hentai or something. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I th- I saw Spirited Away one year because a friend wouldn't shut up about it, and I thought it was really beautiful. It's good. That one's good. Um, there have been a couple movies like that where I'm like, I kind of want to know what everybody's talking about. But in, in general, no, I'm no. not really watching any animation at all. I just am not doing that lately. Let's go back. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tech TV. Yes. You were a production assistant? No. What were you? I was never a production assistant. You were not? I thought you, I thought you started I pretty mean, low. Lots of people were production assistants. Yeah. No. I started as, I remember. Look, you hear the, see the offense to a production assistant. I think a PA is a I noble know. role. You know what? I think it's a fine position. That was a very lo- media elite thing for me to say. <laughs> and I am sorry to the people of America. Please vote. <laughs> no, I, I, I was, no, I was, a, I was a segment producer. Um, oh, I didn't know you started as that. I started as a segment producer before I was ever on camera um, for, I mean, a solid year. I don't exactly remember when it started, but um, Yeah. The, there were so many of us, and we were doing so much live programming. It was 90 minutes before it was 60. So at first, it was just like they'd put anybody on camera. Like, Sarah, do you want to talk about, right. uh, you know. Can this? you kill 15 minutes? Do you know how to use a mouse? Get on there. Exactly. Yeah. Like, can you walk us through that registry edit? <laughs> yes, That's I right. can. Okay, for those who don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> let's go. Let, 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 paint a picture for me, please, of what tech TV was and where it was and how it was and what this fucking show was and yeah. what a registry is and why you need to edit it right. and why you should ever do that on television. Yeah, well, you shouldn't anymore. H key underscore snore. For a while, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I definitely spent some hours, collective hours, in, in walking red, people reg edit. reg edits. Which usually didn't help anything, no. but they changed something. You helped them break their printer drivers, enlarge a start bar, yeah, maybe freeze a machine. Yeah, were pretty good. Anyway, Tech TV was a 24-hour uh, news network that was launched um, originally uh, owned by Paul Allen mm-hmm. of um, Microsoft fame. Tim's brother, <laughs> the tool man. Of course, yes, yes. And uh, it was it, it, it went through some iterations over the years, but it was it was basically... Um, a way for people who shared the love of technology, building things, software, uh, just sort of the, you know, the, the business landscape behind it, um, digital cameras. I mean, all sorts of stuff that was new and exciting mm-hmm. and different and build your own gaming PCs. And this, and- by, we should be, this is to say it's pre-YouTube by a long shot. This is yeah. pre-YouTube. This is pre-podcast. This sure. is pre 
kind of pre-blog even. I mean, there were fundamental blogs, like rudimentary there blogs. There weren't but like, really, honestly, because I had a short-lived segment called The Blog Report. And that was like me talking about blogs that I had found on the internet. Guys, exciting that, new blog has launched. Was, Pay attention, fashionistas. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah like Because it was exciting. Look, be a, a blog new... all about legal matters. Right. A blog about dogs. They're blogs for everything. And it was still at a and time you go like, like oh, I can't, of, of course they it. thought of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, a blog about unicycles? Y- yes. Yeah. Crazy. There's a unicycle community. Of right. course there is. Something it was still novel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Tech TV was, was it, it, it was very, you know, we used the word geek. And that was, I think it was still when that word was something that people didn't feel pride still over. Still a bad word, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people did, but they needed to find their other people, their community. And mm-hmm. Tech TV served that purpose. So that was the beginning of... What is still, I mean, I have like relationships with, uh, friendships with, keep in touch with lots of people that I met that didn't even work with me at Tech TV, but were part of the Tech TV audience and community mm-hmm. to this day. I mean, pretty, I, I was a super fan. I mean, I watched, I watched every day. It was like yeah. the thing I'd come up from school and like, I know how to fix my own printer drivers, but I would watch. So like when I was on Tech TV, were you like 10? No. What am I saying? No, I was probably like you were, 15, you were, you were 14, 15. You were, yeah, I was so in, were, it was formative you were, years. You were a good demo yeah. because you'd come home after school, turn it on. 100%. You were online. You were on message boards. 100%. Yeah. I would crawl those, you know, the celeb photoshops and stuff. I'd write some fan fiction every did now you ever, and then. Did you ever call in on a net cam? No. No. I, never got, I was never that into. Well, no. that's okay. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super fan. But but I have no, my it, limits. It, well, it, it didn't have anything. Actually, I take that back. It, 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 was, it had zero to do with the fandom and more to do with, like, my insecurity of appearing live on a show with people that I idolized, you know, like having the guts to call in and do that, that would be terrifying to me. Which is ironic, really. Ha-ha! Ah, Ain't it, though? Yeah. Isn't that weird the way the world works sometimes? Yeah. So you're brought in to be a segment producer at this place, which is a real specific slice in time. Like, mm-hmm. it was a very specific thing to, to have a network that yeah. would take the time, an hour and a half, apparently, at first, yeah. to discuss little, printer dri- I keep going back to printer drivers, but I remember, like, you guys would take that time to help people. Sure fix a computer issue to well, review a, a digital it, camera a to whatever lot of it was was it was it was talking and having fun and and discussing but it was helping how to yeah a lot of focus on helping how to especially on the shows that that i worked and appeared on um we wanted to solve people's problems much like a call-in radio show yeah. we just happened to be a tv network and it was the only pl- i mean to my knowledge it was the only place like it at the time, time crazy yeah, yeah tech live um was the sort of live tv think of it as sort of an msnbc sort of an arm that changed over the years. It went from hours of programming to more like cut-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there, I mean, there were things that had evolved before Tech TV obviously went into its next phase of life. Well, which we'll get to, which, or some would say is, it's, yeah, it's death, right. it's slow decay. But sure. while you were there, segment mm-hmm. producer suddenly plucked to be on air talent. Yeah, I, th- I think they. I, I think something. You know, somebody called in sick, or there there was some need for like. Hey Sarah, um, this is something that you already produced. You know what you're talking about. Can you can you just do this? Yeah. You know, like put some lipstick on and it's fine. You know, technically it was very casual. Was a cigar chomping aristocrat saying that? Just put some lipstick on and yeah. get out there, girl. Get out there, grab your whiskey. <laughs> Shine it up though. Go ahead. <laughs> Flash it for the boys. Show what you got. But yeah, it was. I remember it was Leo and I, and I was really nervous. And I remember saying that I was really nervous. And there's like clips of this first appearance on Nick, YouTube. Start and Googling. if you watch it, I'm just like. I cringe for myself because I know how I act when I'm nervous, and I was really terrified. Yeah. Even though I had worked in TV for years by that point, 
it was different to do something that was live on television. And then I got addicted to it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, right after the first I, I'm one? not over it. I'm an addict. Look <laughs> at us. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> what are we still trying to prove? What are we? I'm, are we just I trying know, to make I'm a like, living now? Or are we I'm still like, trying to prove listen a thing? Listen to me. Listen to me. Do you think I'm funny? Sarah, what was your favorite <laughs> registry edit? Let's just get right to the hard hitters. Actually, you know what it was? I remember. Oh, my God. It was How like, do you remember this? Because I do. When you start up Windows, like, yeah. before, so it's like you, you, um, you know, you're, 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 you're booting from scratch. Yeah. And you see the, like, Microsoft, and it's got the little Microsoft Windows logo yeah. that flashes up there. You could, instead of that, you could insert your own image. So it was like change your, your boot up JPEG. Yeah, it was like your boot up screensaver for like a second, you know, and I wrote like cat's rule or, you know, or some, <laughs> something really dumb, you know, but it was it wasn't about what I wrote. It was the fact that but, I could do that. And I, <laughs> I, I'm still proud of myself. Nick, did you find her first screensaver's appearance? Ew. I was wearing a red shirt. Let me know if you have if it. That helps you. Just shout. And I look like I'm do. about or bang the three glass. feet tall. And well, people don't know this. This was interesting. Like, you've lived with this your entire life. You're three foot six. I know. And it's a lot of low angle cameras and very, very tall chairs. But mm -hmm. the fact that you've persevered so much and kept it a secret. Well, it's really why I try to avoid people right. in real life because then they're like, you're incredibly small. Right. And people are trying to run the numbers right now, but Kevin Rose, 4'3 yeah. as well. So right. it worked out. He wears lifts. <laughs> A lot of them. And so it worked out okay. But yeah, I mean, it's it's all a big, it's a big ruse. When you <laughs> were going from segment producer to terrified on-air talent to suddenly addicted to this rush. Yeah. W w this, all of these years, you're forming relationships that you still have today. You're mm -hmm. partying. You're producing. You're doing all sorts of stuff. Forming relationships as well. Like, not just like friendships, but actual relationships. Sure. W looking back. Did it feel like you were in the eye of this crazy storm or was it, oh, this is just every day. This is life. This is normal. I think that, um, I think, you know, I keep in touch with a lot of folks that I worked with closely at Tech TV. Many of them are, are still good friends of mine. Um, and we, we sort of talk about like, I think we're a part of this special little thing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know that anybody had such a, a kind of cool job talking about the things that we were talking about and, you know, engaging this community it, we, we all sort of knew a few years out that it had been really special. Mm -hmm. I think at the time we were, we were kids. I mean, you know, nobody was under 18, but like a lot of the, the things that we did when I look back on that time, it's like, we were just really young. You know, a lot of people were in their first job or their first serious job, their first mm -hmm. media job. Um, and yeah, dating your coworkers. It's just like, that's, <laughs> yeah, how that's, did like that, that's kid stuff. How did that happen? What happened there? You know, you spend a lot of time. Was he making a hot pocket in a microwave one day and he flipped that precious mane and it, it moved in slow motion for you? Did he, did he court you? Did he send lots of roses? Get you an Ibo? Uh, this... Get you an Ibo? Couldn't afford it. Uh, no, I don't remember. Did I he really... hack your startup screen to say kittens rule, but so does my love for you? Like so, what? Ha like what? I'm sure he doesn't What like did the that. dark tipper do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You don't I, remember? I, no. I, how, I don't... how long were you guys together? I don't know. A couple of years? <laughs> I just imagine him watching this. I know he's not. But like, <laughs> but like Wait a I just, I just imagine you know, him being how like, do you know what he's is not? happening? Why are they talking about this? I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I, I, think, I didn't get to... I honestly, get... listen, I dated more than one person that I worked with over the years. More than two. Even. Yeah, can we get to that too? Okay, you know what? No, we don't have... I was a child. 
I'm not saying I'm not saying it judgmentally. I'm saying it with constant curiosity. I I, I, I love I love you to death. I love, I love you. your spirit. I've always I've always been a fan of yours, even from before I knew you. Then once I got to know you, I think I fell in love with you more. You, I hope you know this by now. Well, yeah, so I don't say no, any but of this. that's why we're still so close. But that's why I that's... like if if we don't want to get into these subjects, we don't have to get into these subjects. Well, no. I just I... it's not that it's honest. Like I'm not being coy. Uh -huh. I I don't really remember. I think I think. The, the the short answer is, especially when you're working in a scenario where anybody who's doing anything that's like super deadline based, you know, so in, in our case, it was live TV. Yeah. And, and we took it really seriously. And it's like it was on cable networks and people tuned in. And, you know, this was it's like you don't phone that stuff in. It's like it's a really big part of your job. And that also carries over into your personal life. And you end up hanging out and becoming really close with people who are sharing this kind of unique experience you're describing that you're sharing. Uh, trauma bonding they call it in psychology and then you end up I mean, dating each other honestly yeah because you're in a foxhole <laughs> with someone they they yeah. they're they, they're yeah. one of the very few that understand your unique right. place in this ecosystem in the world in the media and what like yeah. so it makes sense that you would you know go that there's, route yeah there's there's a sort of like-minded thing that and I i'm think sure happens that... with with really close friendships as well sure um you know, it's was hard to precarious? date somebody and then get in a fight and have to go be on TV well, with them. Well, that's what I was... But, I mean, that's a whole other talent. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just getting through. How long, how long were you... Because the, the, the Sarah Lane, Kevin Rose thing was, uh, was a reason I think a lot of people tuned in. It was like, it was reality. You know, it towards... I mean, that well, was... it was. I mean, that's the funny it thing. It was actual like, reality, not put yeah, upon. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's, that was just a weird... That was like my first... Hey, let me be super social on social networks. There weren't any yet. Right. But it was kind of like, let me broadcast my life to you. And you can see a lot of stuff that normally people don't see off camera. I, it's, it's interesting the way you sort of recoil as you describe exactly what that was. Like looking yeah. back, do you? I think I'm just used to it now. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, I think people have their very various like levels of uh, what they're comfortable oversharing. Right. Um, I've definitely pulled back a lot. For a while, I was just like, this is my therapy. I'm just going to share everything. Blog and some of it really, sent. like, you know, I look at it now, I'm like, oh, Sarah. You know, you're, like, reaching out to the world, like, get a grip. Get a therapist or something. <laughs> Talk to your mother. Call your mom. But, uh, but no, I, I, it's, it's, we're, it's an evolution. How I, long, you know, I don't know where. How long before either the breakup happened or was publicly, like, acknowledged? Was there a period on, of time on air where you were putting on that? that face and sucking it up and going yeah. out there and trying to giggle. And cause yeah. you, even I didn't know, I think tw towards the very end, I, th I think there were sort yeah. of murmurs that things weren't good, but like even internally, well, I think listen, I mean, imagine every, every person that you might, you know, you might like a certain news anchor that you particularly like, or, or a certain show that you're watching all the time. These are people that you see every day. Like, yeah. are you ever seeing those people be like, I'm having a bad day. I can't read the news around here. Yes. Okay. Well, everyone, every single one. Well, Jason cries every morning. It's usually frowned upon unless right. you make that part of your whole personal brand gotcha so yeah i think you you know you gotta put your game face on as they say <sighs> sometimes you, sometimes you have to do that sometimes you have to do that in life walking to your polling station to vote right game face okay was on for you today yeah instead of we should you have broken down on the way to voting what did i miss <laughs> no i get like walking into the clinic maybe but why the polling station in california it's not I that pumped. yeah yeah okay i was pumped up all right also i live in la i live way out at the beach yeah 
and my polling station was a lifeguard. No. Like, yeah. like a tower? Like you just... Well, it's like the main tower between Venice and Santa Monica. Uh, if anyone knows about. the area, it kind of looks like about. a big Star Wars piece. Yeah. So it's not like like a rickety <laughs> just day climbing thing. up a wooden ladder and no. like, hey, dude, y'all take some zinc and then I voted sticker. There Thanks. Was, <laughs> yeah, there, there was a, it was a legit voting station. <laughs> but, um, you know, I saw my neighbor, you know, high-fived a few people. It was great. Yeah. Good pivot. Thank Great you. pivot. Thank you. We were talking. Okay. All right. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it slide. It's another skill. It's really. You're really good at it. Thank you. I keep, I want to go back. You we'll, can. We'll let it go. You can. Well. So what? What happened? This ha- is your show. No, but you're the guest. I want you to feel welcome and be glad that you came here and not. I'm fine feel with te- it. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. I can't tell because sometimes you say you're fine, but you- then I can feel the singe from your eyes. <laughs> Are you capturing the smoke? You did. That- That's why our friendship works so well because you're always slightly afraid you're of me. You're staring glazes. I'm terrified of you, Sarah. I always have been. Oh, come on. You terrify me. I'm three foot four. Yeah, but you're a scrappy three four. I know. I'm pretty strong. I'm a scarecrow and you're a, yeah. you're a beast. You can, you'll fuck somebody up. There was a dating site that I was on recently and it's like at one of the questions, you're supposed to fill out just these like random questions about yourself. And their qu- the question was, what's your greatest strength? And I said, my quads. <laughs> And you can't, wouldn't believe the responses, you know, like guys don't know. They're like, are what? you serious? Like, yeah. what's this mean? I'm having feelings. Do you act, do you skip leg day, though? Because because I do. And I was <laughs> very concerned. Never skip leg day. Um, did you not want him to do dig? That's what I read. Oh, my God. That is such a lie. No, seriously. That is such a lie. Listen, um, that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. It, uh, Wasn't that what the Newsweek article was? It Newsweek? There was some article. There was something that came out, and it was like, oh, was I had to Newsweek, like. It was business. Business week. Business, business something. Week, business I times. Think. Business yeah, yeah. insider. No, business week. Yeah. I think I. Yeah. Uh, there was some thing, though, because it was a public. It was like, yeah, it was like hey, was, look, the cool was, kids the, doing a dot com, and it was very much like. Yeah. Well, that story got spun as a very sort of like a romantic rift. When Kevin decided to go out and do his own thing and, you know, he didn't have the support of his then girlfriend who was on screen and blah, blah, blah. Um, Hashtag this bitch. You're right. (laughs) I don't I I, I don't um, I don't remember exactly, uh, you know, how that happened. But I know that, you know, Kevin left G4 Mm -hmm. uh, to work on Dig full time. um, And that was like right around the time that we stopped being in a relationship. And I think it, you know, there's lots of complicated feelings that are around that whole thing. And it probably was told to someone and then kind of spun as this perfect storm. Right. um, Which is like a reason why things didn't work out, which is not even true. Did you throw a soup can at his head? Never. Never once threw a soup can. I would never do that to anybody. Never once threw a can of soup. Have you ever thrown soup? In a can, at a head. Sarah. Have I done this, and that's why you're asking me? The I've fact never that you're done asking that. that. The no. fact that you're asking that. Well, you just seemed tells so, a lot. It's so specific. I don't even have a can of soup in my. I home. didn't say a, a can of Campbell's hearty chicken chili beef. Do you? Buy I just said a soup, soup can. I did for a while. Well, I did for, for a while, while but too. I don't. I don't no, anymore. No, that's not something that I have anymore. I don't need that. No. I don't need that. Not in my fallout shelter or my belly. No, I like to buy it. Full price at Whole Foods. Right. I want to and overpay I, for soup. I want it to be steamy. <laughs> And be made by someone else. I want some, someone to deliver it in a bowl, ready to go, crackers on the side, yeah. spoon it into my mouth hole. That's right. Thank yeah. you. I'm privileged. I had some beef chili the other day, which is very unlike me since I used to be a vegetarian, and it was delicious. And that's why I'm with her. <laughs> I'm with her. So let's go, to, well. let's go to memories of you, – you, you speak – positively of tech tv and the time that it was i think you reminisce about it in the way that i would of g4 i think sure. it, or anybody would go oh like mtv in the early 80s uh-huh. there's just this weird yeah. it's a weird time period it's a it's kind of 
predicated yeah. on technology and culture and all this stuff, like-minded people coming together. Yeah. I talked the same way. And then there was that weird, bizarre merger. Mm-hmm. There was this weird, hey, pack your life up and come to yeah. L.A. And this, for those who don't know, is when G4 uh, bought Tech TV, mm-hmm. mostly for the distribution, mm-hmm. mostly so that overnight they could say G4 is in X million homes. Then there was the botched sort of merging of the two flavors, exactly. the oil and water of programming. and right. Didn't really work out. Yeah, you put two networks into one network, called it G4 Tech TV, and hoped no one would notice, and everybody noticed. Yes. Yeah. When you say you, let's be clear. No, you, I, you I mean me because it was I'm my... saying you, Comcast. Let's call. Oh. Let's call the collective. Okay. The collective you. Comcast, got it. Comcast, the, the old dinosaur the in the dinosaur. room. Dinosaur. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so yeah, that was. I mean, I was part of a, 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 a smaller group um, that was basically told we want you to be part of the new network. It will require you to relocate to L.A. Um, you know, that was a really big deal for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. I had never lived in L.A. before. I'm from the Bay Area, so it's not that far. But it um, it, it was still a really big decision. Um, and some people chose not to go. Some people were not asked to go. So that was it was very traumatic, kind of just, you know, the, the band's breaking up. Right. Um, and those of us who went, I think, felt a little bit of um, feeling like they, you know, were you know, crossing, you know, some union line type of a thing, uh, because it was, it was, you, you were sort of representative of being cool with what had happened and listen, mergers business. You know, I tried to stay, uh, you know, on the sidelines of, of my emotional feelings about that as much as possible. Cause it was like, I really liked my job. Mm-hmm. I really liked what I did. I was happy that I was thought of as good enough to continue you know, that I was asked to be part of the sure. network, knowing that Come things along would for change. this adventure. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, that's how that's how it happened from our end. But it was I get, it, I, it, was, it was a bumpy it was a bumpy transition. Oh, yeah. For, for few, everyone. For a few months. For everyone. Yeah. I, I, but it's so interesting to think that, OK, this entity comes in, this big bad wolf and gobbles up some friends of yours, you know, chews them up, spits them out. You're not welcome. You, mm-hmm. you, we're not inviting you. There we go. Yeah. But you have an opportunity. Right. And it could be really fun. It could be really amazing yeah. to have to reconcile the, well, I want to be your friend. And I know that you, this guy's now the villain, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to let him put me under his cloak yeah. and whisk me away to LA. And I'm going to take that dice roll. Yeah. And I mean, years later, I mean, to this day, still people will say like, G4 killed Tech TV. And yeah. it's like, Oh, I know I'm on Reddit. <laughs> and, and, you know, part of me is like, Oh man, can't we all get along? But part of me is like, you know, if you were a super loyal audience member who really felt like they didn't have any control over the situation, I can see where it's like, you messed up this thing I really liked. Yeah. I want to blame somebody. Um, yeah. and, and, I, and I empathize. And an ounce of messaging could have gone a long way to tell that audience, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what's going to happen. Those yeah. favorite people that you love here, some of them are not coming back, but should give them a chance should, to lead on there. Should we call up some of the, so the old folks and be like, here's, right here's where you went astray. I'm glad you asked. Let's go We'd to the like video you... conference right now. We... Bring on Chilon and go ahead and dial her up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Brendan Moran. That one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get them all back. Get, get the, the gang back. back. Yeah, it won't be weird. <laughs> no. Be fine. Nick, do you have the clip, the YouTube clip? I'm asking. I don't think I can hear him. Go ahead and press play on it because I, I was trying to think of when I first met you. Um, this isn't the first time that I met you, but I think this was the first sketch we did together. Oh, Jesus. There are saxophones fucking my ear holes now. Thank you. Oh, look. The- I forgot about this. 
directed Wait, it. Did, did our names have like exclamation points? Yeah, on? we were so excited. Like, pow, wham, wow. comic books. Go back to mine. I got so, so mad at the guy that was creative directing that intro because I was like, what? He's like, well, you're like the gamer. And I'm like, there's no game where you use two flight sticks like this. They're not even plugged in. What are you? He's like, no, no, no. Just do like a thing like you're piloting a mech. And I was so, go ahead and hit play. This, I was, I never. <laughs> That's I've hated myself so much in that moment. I was like, fuck this. Fuck this show. And this was like the intro. Wow. But this this episode. That intro was short lived. Very. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't even remember that. Hello, everyone. Do not this, this was the first episode of the new show. Of the new show. The My new, first time doing live yeah. TV ever. Because um, of course, but this was the sketch. Do you remember this? This is what I remembered. And this was the sketch that I did with you? Yes, yeah, you're okay. in the scene, and uh, you can oh. hit play. This is me showing up to work for the first time. Oh, this is actually my first meeting here. Oh, right, and we're all supposed to be really nice, right? We were, yeah. But this was the This joke. was written in truth. This is uh, Hope I'm not interrupting anything. Um, well, I just wanted to come by and say, you know, I'm really glad that uh, you guys have given me the opportunity oh to work God. with all of you. I'm, I'm super dying. excited. <laughs> I feel like I'm like so, somebody like um, opened a time thanks. capsule on Isn't me. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. A little more audio, please. Mate. Yeah, I know. These this is long a long ass 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 ass. Hey, hey, you know what? Don't worry about what this guy said earlier. I think you're going to be the best host ever. Really? Really? You really got it, kid. Wow. wow. Thanks, Sarah. Sarah. I appreciate it. Have a good day. I will. You too. All right. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's great. Great. <laughs> and hilarious. Knock, 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 this was the one that this is why this clip. Uh, nothing, not running on the house. Oh, 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 but there was a nice wad yeah, of slam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a nice wad. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Oh, hey, what's up, Kevin? What's up, Echo? Nick, go ahead and kill the thing. I don't know what's going on, but everybody's yelling about Echo. So, uh, but this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't just play a YouTube clip. Sarah, take me with you. Where are we going? Let's go to TechCrunch. Where, where are we going? Let's go. Take me to the, take me to the Verge. Where we, take me somewhere. I've never worked at the Verge. Take me, I've take, had a lot take of me to the Verge reporters on my shows. <laughs> Don't know what we're singing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you went jazz rendition. That was a big deal. Everybody was so like, oh, look, he spat on you. I'm like, I wrote that bit. It was, was entirely it did, okay it with did, it. I think most people would agree that spitting on someone is a very hostile act. I know. So, yes, it was, it was something that we, was we all did, but it came across as... Um, you know, a, a, a station divided. <laughs> oh, there was, was there internal? Or are you saying that that represented the conflict I think, that was happening? I think, yeah, I think people use that as like a like Kevin Pereira's the worst person or mm. Kevin Rose would not have spat on him. Right. Or, <laughs> but, <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> well, now you know. If, well, any, now, if anyone was ever still yeah. seething over that moment, you know that we were all in on the it's all. It's all, yeah. well, well, some of us were in on it more than others, but yes, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. we certainly were. So Gems. then... Post, is there any other, do you want to look at some damn good downloads or some web gems? Is there something you want to dig up? Gems, I mean, that was a fun little I think little it was called Gems of the Internet. Gems of the Internet? Yeah. You know, I saw Chris Gore the other day. Yeah? Um, yeah, he would, we used to do DVDs Day. Yeah. In fact, he's still doing when it. When you say I saw Chris Gore, I'm imagining it's through a divider in a bathroom stall. He's drilled a small hole he and was, you see his eye no, he blinking. Was, he, was, he was doing some um, uh, appearance on a show and I, I was at the same place. But... Um, 
Hey friends, today's Pointless Podcast is brought to you by an amazing sponsor. Who is it? I know, you're clamoring, you're screaming, you're on the edge of your seats or your uh, workout bench, uh, or maybe you're inverted and sleeping like a bat. I don't know when you listen to this. Zoho.com, that's who I'm talking about, my friends. Zoho is, think of them like a, a central nervous system, an operating system for your brain. You know, you got like an OS that, that runs your computer uh, or an engine that runs your car. Zoho powers business. That's what they do. So if you have a business, I know some of you do because I get your emails and you ask me questions and I am not the right person to ask, but maybe Zoho can help you out. You want to acquire and serve customers. You want to give your uh, employees the tools they need to get their work done. And you got to manage a ton of processes. You got to support those customers and your employees. And basically, Zoho.com does all of that. They have marketing and uh, sales and customer support applications. And they help you acquire and serve your customers and your employees. Everything. I mean, like literally everything. Human resources, finance, accounting, expense management. They have apps for everything. And it's all one unified platform that's uber cheap and keeps it nice and easy for you to maintain your empire or to build one. Wherever, whatever phase you're at in this world, check out Zoho.com to learn more and create a free account. It costs you nothing. And if you want, you can tweet at Zoho, that's Z-O-H-O, using hashtag that first moment to share your most inspiring first moment. For me, I will say uh, the first moment that I had playing an Oculus Touch, well, actually the first moment I had playing an Oculus Touch was at E3 with Palmer Lucky. And that was, I was a kid in a candy store, man. That was like visiting the, the, the old Charlie Chocolate Factory. Was that the movie? Charlie Charlie and his chocolate fact? Charlie's Chocolate? I had some of the chocolate that Charlie made in his factory. I had Palmer friggin' Lucky, founder of Oculus. Like, the, the reason that VR, I think, is at the state that it is today, walked me through the toy box demo. And it was my first time using the Oculus Touch, uh, and it was this very controlled environment where I was, I was transported in a way that I've never been before in a VR experience. And... I'll never forget that toy box demo, and it feels so weird. I'm pacing in my office recording this right now, knowing that I have four Oculus kiosks right now in my studio, and I will be giving the toy box demo to someone live on the attack uh, during our little charity marathon stream, which I mentioned in the intro. I'm going to be doing that. Like I'm going to be able to give that gift to somebody else live, and I get to do it on this platform with this brand in a studio with friends and family, and none of this existed not too long ago. So I am, I am honored I'm flattered, I'm humbled, I'm excited, I'm a whole lot of things, and it's all thanks to, well, you folks listening to this, because believe it or not, you're the reason I get to do all this, you support everything, and thanks to our sponsors, sponsors like Zoho.com. So go to Zoho.com, create a free account. Remember guys, Zoho, there's a first time for everything, thing. talk about damn good downloads if you want but i suspect you don't i really i really don't think you want to do that uh but yeah i mean we could talk about TechCrunch if you like yeah well so post g4 post g4 i worked at revision three yeah um which was you know at the time it was it was not even a network yet but it uh became a um internet video podcasting network um that was an, uh eventually bought by discovery and then I worked at Current TV um, for about a year. Uh, Current TV, 
no longer with us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pepperonis. I've done them all. I love those pods. Worked at Twit, which is This Week in Tech, um, which is Leo Laporte's network for mm-hmm. almost five years, four and some change. Um, and did you know, that were ver- a variety of shows and different incarnations of shows while I was there. And uh, um, yeah, and then I moved over to TechCrunch to run their video team. Um, I also hosted a show called The Crunch Report. Mm-hmm. I met some guy in LA the other day, and he goes, "You're the Tech Crunch lady." Hey, and I was like, "Well, yes, that's that." <laughs> I mean, I'm Sarah. I'm a fully I'm not, formed human being. Right, I have opinions second, and thoughts. But yeah, and but yeah, yeah. You're the Tech Crunch lady. Yeah, because I was on I was on front page uh, every day with a with a kind of top five news stories and and how I felt about them. And so do you do you watch Black Mirror? Uh, I I watch certain episodes when people tell me that I absolutely you have, have to. See to it. Okay, but in general, I find it uh, it's terrifying. It right? fucks with my head. Right. So this is yeah. You have been on the forefront of that sort of digital media revolution from yeah. from from old school to new school. There's a spectrum, and you've done it all. Mm-hmm. You've seen all sides of it. Mm-hmm. You have been somebody that has been. Um, very public, very authentic and transparent at times, perhaps to a fault looking back, you know. Absolutely. You, you, so there is a spectrum of experience. There's a spectrum of media, social, all things, digital and analog. I feel like you have been all over that spectrum and you have a very interesting perspective on things as such. Are we doomed? When I watch Black Mirror or when I just think about anything, autonomous vehicles and the fact that there are people writing lines of code right now that decide does a vehicle swerve into a child or right. a telephone that's pole. Always, that's all always that the shit. question that, that scares me the most is because it's like, well, that has to be programmed somehow. <laughs> right. So, like, so how, do we, how, do, how do we reconcile right. this dilemma of With ours? a human, even if the human makes the completely wrong move and slams on the accelerator instead of the brake on accident, mm-hmm. you chalk it up to human error. Right. But we will not be forgiving with yeah. the machines. Like I've seen people drop kick Roombas because they missed a spot. Although we already know with machines that human error um, or human intervention causes all sorts of things. Right. So, it, you know, hey, um, somebody who's disgruntled, who's writing some program that's going to end up like killing the infant instead of the, you know, swerving into the uh, fire hydrant. I, 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 sometimes that stuff really does scare me. Um, I don't know anybody who's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Not writing that specific I don't know line of code. Any coders First, who are that we need horrible. child detection, and I want to know that they're under fourteen. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> second of all, yeah, fire well, hydrants. There's, there's a lot okay. of there's a there's just a lot of that going on. Um, but what, you, like, when I say when at, I say a lot of that going on, a lot a lot of these potential issues going on in my head. Is sure, what I mean. But the generation that's getting the the question mark neck, that's getting the curved spine, because they're, and we're and I, I'm guilty of it as well because we're constantly getting absorbed sure. by these screens, mm-hmm. and I I shudder for when augmented reality becomes uh, the norm because the the actual reality. I mean, Actual reality is already so boring that people are using this while they're driving or waiting in line or even mm-hmm. during a movie. Pokemon at a Go is a great example of augmented reality that, like, yeah, it was a fad and it sort of came and went. Sure. I know some people are still playing it. No, but, but it brought some a, people together. But I mean, it was super dangerous. Right. In my neighborhood, because I live out by like ocean piers, there'd be, uh, you know, the, b- a bunch of whatever they were calling those things. The Poke Stops? Air- yeah, areas yeah. where you yeah. go the and get traps. a bunch of them at once. Yeah. And it's the like, young bait. It's like, gonna walk out to the end of the venice beach pier at midnight like that's super you gotta get weird. the charizard no you don't want to go out there like whoever's out there with you you don't want to hang out with them and yeah. just throw you off the i edge. caught hepatitis i was just rummaging, rummaging through the sand yeah. look at all these needles in my arm <laughs> well i don't know about it's not really a needle park out there just more of like venice dark, beach. dark and scary at the end venice of the beach pier. is syringes and cigarette butts so don't pretend there, it's not there is some of that there's a lot sure. of that 
It's a lot of that. Unless they miraculously Listen, scrape I wanna, the sand like I the litter box that it is on recently. Beach this morning and I saw one dead seagull. <laughs> but besides that, it was beautiful. <laughs> 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 okay, that's fair. <laughs> Otherwise, utopia. But but thinking about, I voted at a lifeguard station. I know what a world you live in. Yeah, what a world Nobody you live in. Just across the hill. Barefoot. Just across the hill. Yeah. Um, yeah. in this world where we are sharing so much, and there's a new app every second to demand our attention and time, and another platform because engagement means everything. Your self worth is determined by your clout score in many circles. Yeah. No. Yada. No one thinks that. You don't think so? No. I don't even think the people who work at clout think that. Really? Yes. Uh, well, maybe not clout specifically, but clout as an example of social Some engagement. Some sort of a rating of you the, as a yeah, functioning the, member of internet yes, society. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And the number of times I've recently run into a, and granted media is a very specific industry, but it's like, hey, you can't have this person be involved with that project even though they're the right person for it because they don't have enough follows or likes or shares or whatever else. Mm-hmm. I see that easily extending to uh, even more speed lines at the TSA or who's going to get this table first. Well, the, the, the reservations are booked up, but you have X amount of engagement through your profile. So right this way, sir or ma'am. Like I see it. I extrapolate that from it. The TSA is an interesting example. I, it's just a, a, a place where a line would be shitty, but they'd sure. be like, oh, come here. Insert YouTube star be- because, or whatever. Because Don't even get off your hoverboard. We, we've been able to identify you as less of a terrorist based on your, like, your, 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 your well, sunny first of all, it's security theater. It has nothing to do with terrorism. <laughs> Second of all... <laughs> No, it's more like just privilege, the haves yeah. and the have-nots. And I think that it's, there's, there's a monetary divide, and I think there will be an engagement divide as well. Okay. I think you're probably right. Um, I don't know. I think we're, so, we're sort of in a downswing from the idea of, oh, how many followers do you have? The more, the better. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, of course, that's still like flattering if you have more than the next person. But um, I think a lot of us, especially who work in this industry or just have eyes, know that, that a lot of that is just bullshit. Um, it's, you know, troll accounts and inflated numbers and sure. weird brand exercises. And there's there's it's it's like spam all over again. It's just all over our social networks. But um, I think less about um, getting to like 100,000 followers than I did, you know, when I was a lot farther away from it. I don't, yeah. you know. There, there was a time, I will say this, there was a time, because obviously we've we've had social media through several elections, where I was afraid to speak my mind because I knew that some of the people who supported me and were, you know, fans mm-hmm. and wanted to tune in and, and, and follow me through various projects, I might turn them off and lose them. Um, I don't worry about that anymore. I'm also older and wiser, and that's just how I've decided to live my life. But I certainly did for a long time um, try to, you know, Keep, you can know everything about my personal life, but not my political not those political beliefs. Yeah. Well, because it's you know you're 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 worried about how um, you know you're perceived afterwards. If you take a firm stance on something, you're worried about how that might hurt you because well, you have built a brand yes. that might be not entirely truthful, but that's what you have. That's you know that's your currency. So what what keeps you up at night? Like what what do you have a concern that whether it's technological societal issue mm. political one i think um because you uh, you always you you have a, a way i i can you, you can i you can part the sea with that stare that one that i'm terrified of <laughs> i can see you skating through any adversity through anything truly i just i, I'm I, I feel like pretty nice yeah well it's not a negative thing you're not intimidating the sea into parting i just feel like you have you have an energy about you that i don't i feel like the world could throw pretty much and hillary has this too I think the, you could throw pretty much anything at you, and while it may 
hit your shoulder, you will shrug it off and you will continue. You I will like persevere. To, yeah. And, it, you know, Cher, Cher once said something about like, you know, at the end of the world, it would be her and some cockroaches. Yeah. And like sometimes I feel that way where I'm just like, you know what? I've seen worse. <laughs> Just, just go ahead, throw it at me. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I, if yeah, I just, I won't die. So we'll do both. We'll do both. Then we'll, we'll get what gives you promise and what excites you the most. But like, is there, is there a particular issue that does cripple you with fear or anxiety or dread? Well, because I, think... I want this to be the most uplifting podcast totally. you've ever yeah. been on. And just walk away with some really heavy What's shit for everybody to think away? about. Yes. You know, just really, really understand my PTSD. Okay. <laughs> Now, I think um, going back to the election, I think that uh, today um, is, yeah, I've been I've been having a hard time sleeping because of this day, because I'm just, you know, I'm worried about it. I, I, I'm worried about our country. I am mostly worried about not what happens when we all go to bed tonight. And if all goes as planned, we'll have a president elect. But um, what happens afterwards? What happens to all the people who uh, feel like they tried really hard to get something that they wanted that they didn't get. Mm-hmm. And uh, millions of people are going to feel that way either way. Right. Uh, and that scares me because I think that this whole experience for a lot of us has been really eye opening as to how differently many of us feel from our neighbor. And it, and it, and it's in a way that feels like, how do we repair this? Mm-hmm. How, how do we possibly repair this? Um, there's some deep rooted change that needs to happen. I see lots of great signs of it happening. Um, but I also see, um, you know, opportunities for violence and, 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 and disassociation and that kind of stuff scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow is when the healing supposedly begins or maybe 10 o'clock tonight, depending upon right when it's called and if the lawyers are going to come out. But we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast started. Um, Everything you said, so so goddamn spot on that it concerns me as well. Mm. But I go, regardless of what candidate, well, I think I can't say regardless of what candidate you're for, because I think there's one particular candidate who may not go quietly into the night and may try to stretch this out as long as possible to make their megaphone even louder, mm-hmm. to scream and rile things up. And not necessarily with the intention or the care of being president. I don't think it's that. I think it's about stoking and riling a fan base mm-hmm. to enable a media empire mm-hmm their own political agenda, but not one as president to bolster their, their, their business affairs and endeavors. That's what concerns me. Like, will someone hold the country hostage and slow up a, what could be a healing process for their own personal gain? And unfortunately I would say, yeah, they, they probably would. And I would say somebody's going to pay for that right. and somebody's going to uh, absorb or the Mexicans, the Mexicans <laughs> yeah, are going to pay Obama, for that. Obama's going to go ahead and fund the Trump news network. <laughs> yeah. It'll be the first agenda. Do you have family members or, or like close friends that are, or that are supporters of Donald Trump? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I do. I don't it's have tough. anyone. Um, I, I have not spoken to every member of my extended family. Some of my family historically has voted Republican, not my immediate family. But uh, certainly in in both my mother's and father's families, um, I think at this point, uh, there's no one in my family that would vote Republican today. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Right. Um, And if I have friends who are Trump supporters, actually, this is a good one. So there's this guy was actually the first guy I ever slept with. Sorry, it was a little TMI. But anyway, you know, this is from from old from old the olden days, Sebastopol, California, where I'm from. He and I have kind of kept in touch over the years, and um, he was, like, trolling me on Twitter one day, like, 
with pictures of himself holding like Trump like uh, bumper stickers. And it was really weird. It was like he was he was trying to like negatively engage with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Why do you? OK, it was just the weirdest well, he, thing. He was just that tweeting the, you random photos. Only, it was like it was it was like he was goading me because obviously I've I've been somewhat public about my support for Hillary Clinton on Twitter. And he'd like found me on Twitter or something like that. But anyway, um, yeah. So I, so that that's one person I can think of, you know, from childhood. I know there are others, but that's really I, not, not not a lot of folks. Now, when were you guys dating at the time? That what? In Sebastopol? First time we did it like as children. Well, I don't know. High schoolers. Okay, high schoolers. High schoolers. Is it a wonderful experience, sure. or was it you know, a whatever. tragic series of events that led God, with why crying? Do I say and... these things. What? Why do I say these things? Well, now cause... I'm like, fuck! I can't take that back. Well, what was the first? I could have just said a friend from high school. You could have. I, I didn't need to know that at all. No. But you were very specific with it. It's the first guy you slept with. Why so now I, I want to know how did it happen? Was uh, it in like a V ditch? Was it in the back of a Miata? No one Did it have were parents on vacation? No one Was it in your bedroom? Was it his bedroom? Don't remember. Did you start in one bedroom, then run, shuffle with pants around the ground to get to the other bedroom? Can't remember. You? I bet you can. No. And that's the thing that bothers me. Does it? Yes. I'm sorry I brought it up. I'm re- I am too. <laughs> I am too, sir. Come on. My first time was so comically bad because they used to lock the condoms up before a certain hour at who's, the Albertsons. Who's they? Oh. A- Albertsons. Why? They. Not the Gestapo. It was Albertsons. What? What? That makes they, no sense. The razor blades oh, and the condoms in that pharmaceutical them. aisle. Yeah, they would because lock them up. Like I guess. I don't know. So at 6 a.m., because oh, I had zero period, oh. I go to Albertsons to get some con- condoms, right? I want the extra spermicidal because no babies on my watch and sure. I fear Jesus. Yeah, you're a freshman. So I asked for it. I was merely a freshman. And I asked the Good lady work, for them. She yeah. uh, goes to the, the, the photo slash pharmacy counter that's oh. in the front of the store. Well, this is getting embarrassing. Cannot get the key to unlock the roll-up area to mm. pull out the shelf, the roll-out shelf that has the condoms on it. Has to get on the microphone mm-hmm. and announce... That she needs, and I don't remember the name, could have been Gary, could have been Larry. The point is, it was a, Gary or Larry, I need the key to get access to the condoms, please. And I'm standing in the front of the Albertsons at 6 in the morning where all of my high school teachers are buying their donuts and their coffee for the day. This is my terrible. mom works at the school district, knows all the people that are in line. And I'm standing there in my flannel with my hands in my Junkos, my pipe jeans, staring at the ground, fiddling with a chain wallet, nervously waiting for these condoms to come out of the fucking roll-up cage so I can get the hell out of there. Wow. That was, my, that was the beginning to my first time. This is PTSD so right here. So now this Trump you've supporter. S- you've still got it. Did, yeah. you, did you have it planned? Because for me, it was on the calendar. Because first time having sex was like, this, we're, this date, this time, we can do it. Mom's going to be away. She's going to go oh, to the I'm store. Oh, I'm sure that was all taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I really, I really, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just deeply sorry. I don't remember. No, I'm sorry you brought it up. Me too. And I'm sorry. But I'm now asked, I know about I'm sorry I've asked so many Walgreens or wherever you were experienced. It was an Albertsons. And Albertsons. Yeah. Who buys cut? Okay, you know what? I was. I was a young pup. You were twelve. I didn't know any better. Yeah. I wasn't twelve. You were ten. I wasn't twelve. No. <laughs> you were eight. What, what year are you in freshman in college? <laughs> I was four and a half oh, years old. College. No, I wasn't even in college. No, I was. I was. Uh, I, was I was sixteen. I was sixteen. Okay. I wasn't a freshman. I think All I was right. a sophomore high school. I'm. Sh- I'm pretty sure now that I think about it, I was like. 30 and i just made that whole thing up yeah you know good times that's right i forgot you you had texted me a couple months back and you're like kevin gotta tell you something just had sex yeah a yeah. couple months ago yeah. when i a couple turned, months 30. Ago, when you turned 30 mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, happy this birthday. Is a, this is a better alternate universe. Happy belated birthday. Thank Very you. Very happy for you. What's next? To, what's, what's going on for you? What's happening? What are you doing? Where are you doing? And how are you doing? And who are you doing? More Trump supporters? Uh, no. I'm going to try not to get Were you a cheerleader at the time? Was I a cheerleader at the yeah. time of what? Go ahead. I mean, now, like, what are you into? What are you? Well, I'm not cheerleading. Oh, no? No. Were no, you a base I, or a flyer? But I do. Um, come on. What do you think? I'm three, a four. Flyer. I think you're a flyer. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty solid flyer. I, I go to Gold's Gym a lot and I work out. There aren't any, any cheerleaders there either, but boy, there's some big dudes. There's some real genetically modified specimens there, aren't wow. there? Wow. Yeah. It's so fun. I want to do a documentary about the people who go to Gold's, including like just like regular like yeah. little girls like me, and we're all just kind of coexisting. You and, see the weird shiny dudes with like garden hoses for veins that run all around there. And a lot of plastic gallon milk jugs yes. filled with like stuff that looks like pee. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. It's well, you, you expel so many nutrients, like, and if you're taking steroids, you want to get every ounce of it, so you recycle that urine yeah, always. Yeah, right. It's like three times and fatal, yeah, right? So the chugs. first couple of times just first make you stronger. Great. Little sip of the third gives you a little buzz, mm -hmm. but you cannot do the whole jug. Pro tip. Oh, I've seen them do it, though. Big dudes. Yeah. Corrado and, and I women. worked out there once. Can you imagine that? I bet Corrado fit in just great. Yep. <sighs> actually. Um, actually, pretty fair assessment. I was uh, in his shadow. I looked like it was a little spotter uh -huh. boy. I'll yeah. change your weight, sir. I'll watch the, you do another the rep. The thing about this Gold's Gym is go a lot of people have probably heard of Gold's Gym or belong to one, but this particular Gold's Gym is like the first one. It's famous. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Snigger is, you know, it, there's like framed photos of him and mm -hmm. lots of other bodybuilders, and they play these like old 80s bodybuilding videos on loop on these big monitors, and everyone there is like, it's like they're part of a bodybuilding competition. And then there's like a few normal people who are just like, ah, just trying to work on my quads. <laughs> That's you? Just... That's me, just working on my quads well, your, in the it's, corner. It's your strongest feature? What was it? Uh, my, it's, it's, um, it's just the strongest thing about me. strongest thing about you is yeah. your quads, yeah. yeah. Got to work on them. What's your greatest strength? Yeah. I saw a dude at an Equinox in New York doing crunches on like a decline bench, like, uh, you know, inverted sure? basically, mm -hmm. and doing his crunches. And he had his cell phone in between his knees, and he was clutching them as he was doing it. And there was a photo of a dude with really ripped abs covered in sweat. On this his was smartphone. inspiration. Yeah, and he was every with every crunch. I feel like he was trying to s that just get a little closer to that D, and he was really getting up there. And at, <laughs> at first, I'll be honest, I had a snap judgment of like, what of where? And I was like, you know what? Good for him. Whatever doing whatever, dangle whatever carrot at the mm -hmm. end of whatever goddamn stick you need to to get your shit done. That's he was doing abs right. way harder than I ever have in my entire life. So kudos to him. I think yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, what do they call it? It's like your inspiration wall. But mm -hmm. now in our age, your inspiration of, or your Pinterest, or, or your, yeah, or your or your or your expiration, get it, got it. Mm -hmm. uh, so w now we have digital devices for that. I voted, by the you way. You voted. You got the sticker on I the Pikachu. Of I'm course. permanent it's absentee. The, like I got it done weeks part. ago, but now I feel like I, now I feel like I'm not part of the cool kids club because I did it early. They should send you a sticker in the mail or something. They do. They yeah. do. They send you one. Like, I had the iVoted oh, sticker, really? but yeah, I threw it out. Oh, well, that's stupid. Well, it felt weird to wear it early, and I'm not going to keep a sticker around. I'm not a hoarder. Get that shit out of here. I know. It's like, where would you put something like that? It's so flat A and junk compact. drawer? Who's got, who's got space? Ugh. You've already got, you know, 40 pens, Bic pens in there. Most of them are dried out. You're going to have room for a sticker? You know me so well, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have questions in chat? Because I don't want to take up any more of Sarah's day. Sarah's got a very, very, very busy day. She's got a lot to do. She's taken over the industry. Are we talking about Pluto? No? 
Oh, well, um, I, um, you asked me what I was doing. Yeah. And, and then I interrupted you because I'm a great host. It's great. No, it's actually, so we're going into the holidays at kind of a busy time. I'm actually going to Toronto tomorrow. I'm going to be speaking at this conference called Next Media. Awesome. Um, I was invited by my good friend, Amber MacArthur. You know who she is. Yeah. Um, she's a Canadian um, a TV personality mm. Sort of a and you, know, a, you ever have a sex media with Amber? savant because right, you like to Amber and I have never had sex. Okay, because it's a point of no. It's a it's no. It's a, a no. descriptor I'm that you glad, give to I'm, anybody in your life as you throw it out. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> uh, the answer is no. Uh, but you know we're not dead yet. But uh, so Amber and I are actually um, going to have a fireside <laughs> chat. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, this is all true. This part of it is true. <laughs> on on Thursday at Next Media. So if anybody's watching, who's going to be there? Please say hi if you see me. Um, and then I'm going to be doing some uh, really cool consulting work with a company that you put me in touch with yeah. um, and uh, sort of building out a very interesting digital strategy um, that may or may not involve me doing stuff like this. Oh, not just like this, not just like this, but something that yeah. like if you something with actual production like value that people want to watch, you know, just talk, say the stupidest things ever, then, you know, I'm. Kind of working on getting back into that a little bit because I haven't been doing that for a while, and I we miss know, sitting it. here. It's the like it's, miss it. Yeah, I, I miss it too. Mm. I do. Sitting here, you're going to say maybe maybe something positive about this experience, or no? You're just saying sitting here. This has been it a reminds me experience. that I could do it on a better level. No, there's no. <laughs> I can't do anything on a better level than this. You have a dinosaur head. You pointed to fake brick for a second, like you were really trying to be like, the dinosaur head. The one thing we didn't do. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Do you usually? Is that part of the? Is that part of the? When we get subscribers during the attack, we throw it over to this dinosaur, and the dinosaur talks, and usually ends it with a negative Hillary comment i don't yeah. know why the dinosaur has to be well you know jeremy hache is why oh okay do you let him make a voice it becomes an anti-hillary thing interesting yeah okay yeah he's a he's a he's a very in diverse he's an interesting character he's got jeremy a, is sure mc2157 says what was the biggest adjustment you had to make when you moved to la this last time so i've moved to la twice that's now right. yeah that's true so uh but and the first time is what kevin and i talked about earlier when when uh, tech tv merged into g4 um and then i moved to la earlier this year again and um the biggest change well i think uh los angeles and san francisco even though we share a state um it's a big state and there are lots of things you know it's like ah it's all california in a certain way but i find the energy of the two cities just completely different yeah um, and, you know, anybody would tell you as I was um, leaving San Francisco this last time, I felt a little bit cornered into a tech scene because it's a small city and there just is so much of that going on. Right. And, you know, you're at a coffee shop getting a little work done. And I mean, everyone around you is talking about deal flow and it's it's really very pervasive. Mm -hmm. And L.A., has a lot of that. In fact, the startup scene, uh, the tech scene, video tech scene, especially, well, especially great in for your me. neck of the woods, too. Yeah, yeah. Snapchat's in Venice, where I live. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff going on, but it's just a bigger market in general. There's a lot of traditional entertainment. There's a lot of art. There's a lot of music. There's, there's just more of everybody. Mm. So there's that melting pot that makes me feel a little bit more anonymous. And I like that. Um, helps me feel like I'm learning more. Just by kind of being with the people around me. So. Yeah, getting exposed to it. Here it's, hey, I have a podcast. Oh, I do too. Well, let's go on each other's podcasts. You'll get that. But you'll also get music and food and everything else. Sure. And SF, it's, it's what app is that? And where yeah. w where are we going tonight? Right. I don't know what app are we using to Who figure invested? that out. And what app are we using to get yeah. there? And yeah, exactly. Write a post partners? on Medium yep. about how hard it is to be a founder. 
post it, tweet it, so I'll great. read it, so I'll great. like it, <laughs> and I'll want to leave. Uh, two casual asks, who of the G4 slash Tech TV attack family could you picture running for president and why? I could picture you running for president. Well. Because you're a motivational speaker. That's. Yeah, I'm not being like. Oh, I, I was waiting. I, that's a, you've, I don't think you've ever. I mean, I've known you for years. I don't think you've ever said something kind about me. So that's interesting <laughs> that this was, this was today, the first time we today, were all here for it. Today's the day. Today's the day. I felt like you needed, you know. You desperately need it, Sarah. No, I think I. I who would run for president from yeah. Tech TV? Or I think that's a perfect answer. You know, it is me. But I, I know he doesn't want to, but you know, Leo Laporte. He would have been. A, he would have been a great politician. Um, president Pereira. Uh, President Pereira. Leo would have had some scandals. So My, I'm very open with mine. Like, I'm an open book. Mm. Leo's got some bats in the cave. All I, right. I, now, what about, uh, what about uh, Morgan Webb? Uh, Morgan Webb, I feel, is too private of a person to want to True. hold public office. Okay. But she's certainly Ellen. smart enough. Absolutely. She's probably the Capable, smartest one of all of us. Capable, want to drag herself through that. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, hmm. Other David what? Prager? <laughs> Actually... Now that you mention it, Pray- <laughs> Prager's got politician written all over he him. He sure does. God, he should start at city council and go all the way to the about, top. What about Scotty Michella? Maybe uh, like Treasury. He, well, right? He would he would put on a funny accent, you know, and then like like a <laughs> year <laughs> into campaigning, someone would be like unearth like his real voice, and they'd be like, "What a fraud!" I miss Scott so much. Yeah, Scott Michella was Jimmy the Geek uh, on Attack. People mm-hmm. loved him for that. He was mm-hmm. many things. He was a great producer. Still is. I speak about him like he's dead, but he's dead to me. It's fine. What was it's your totally favorite segment you did on the Screensavers or Attack of the Show, asks Kenneth Pereira. What was my favorite, favorite segment? segment. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of one-offs um, that I really enjoyed. Way back in the Tech TV days before, I didn't actually interview him on camera because I wasn't doing that yet. But I put together a segment with David Lynch, the oh, director, yeah. um, who talked to Leo. And so I talked to him on the phone beforehand. And I mean, I was a really big fan. And, you know, back then was even closer to when Twin Peaks ended. And, you know, it was, it, that was that was like a great... That was one of the first moments where I was like, wow, I'm really starstruck. I can't believe I'm talking to this guy on the phone right now. Like, figuring, Just doing the pre-interview, figuring, what are we going to yeah, talk figuring about? Figuring out no. the segments. And he said something along the line. And I, I sort of said, like, you're not supposed to wear white and just some guidelines. And he was like, no, I'm going to wear a white shirt and a black sport coat. Okay, and you I got it, like, Mr. Lynch. We'll adjust the lighting. that is absolutely fine with me. Yeah. Not a problem. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> um, that You know, stuff like that. I did a ton of movie junkets, meaning, you know, covering movie premieres and talking to celebrities. And that is not as fun as it sounds like it would be, actually, when, you, when you're when you actually doing it. Yeah. Um, it's, no one wants to be there. It, it's, the vibe at a junket is you, really, you, really yeah, bad. You figure out early on that the actors don't want to do this. They're forced to right. as part of the... Contractually obligated to be in for, a cramped room at the Four Seasons yeah, the, all day. The media blitz for for yeah. the movie. You know, often a movie that they finished like two years ago and they don't really want to talk about their character anymore. Anyway, because of that, I did have some good experiences. You know, I sat down with Johnny Depp and, and, and just... We did a lot of big movies, so that was fun for me. Um... At times, certain certain interviews were actually really awkward, but yeah, stuff like that. Um, and when it goes to G, I mean, the tech TV stuff. There were just so many things. I remember I uh, went to um, Ireland one year. It was just a personal vacation, but I used part of that vacation to like test out this digital camera because I mean, at the time it was like five megapixels. Whoa. Oh my god! Now there's one that's seven megapixels, fourteen megapixels. <laughs> you know, so it's like yeah, it was a big race. Cameras, it was it a was big a, old race. It was a huge market. Yeah. And I came back from the trip and, you know, I talked about my experience with the camera. And that was just super fun. Like somebody paid me to do that. Yeah. 
wish they would have paid for my vacation, <laughs> but I got to try out a lot of cool gadgets, yeah. and they're all like talk about dinosaurs now. I mean, we'd laugh at them, but they were really big deals to us, and they were sort of you know shaping the this whatever this of course, world every, is that every we live CES, in now. Yes, it was like guys, hold the phone here. We got it's the megapixel war, and then someone right. be like, but it's not just about the megapixels; it's about the sensor. Shut up, nerd. Yeah, this one has more megapixels, mm-hmm. and then you'd go on that. You went around the world. You had a bug in your brain. We didn't even get to that. Oh, God. Yeah, I that did. That was a thing. It was. Jesus Christ, you get through everything. I know. I'm You're telling resi- you. It's you, share, you and some cockroaches. You can parasites in my brain, and I won't die. Do we have time to get to that? We should save that for the... Will you come back? Of course. Will you? Yeah. Because I, I feel like... This I, is a great cliffhanger. I had to do the obligatory catch-up, but I wanted to in general, but yeah. like for, for, for them, but for us, there's, I want to talk about brain bugs. There's so much to, to my rich history, Kevin. I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a memoir of sorts. I'm spoiled by the rich tapestry before me. I cannot wait <laughs> to unravel it thread by thread. Please do. Um, Chris Vibrance, last question: Has Sarah had In and Out since she stopped being vegetarian? Uh, yes. When did you stop? I stopped being vegetarian. Um, I've kind of gone back and forth over the years, but it was ten years ago. Did you start by ugliest animal first, sort of thing? Um, one day, uh, I just ate a turkey sandwich and I got it from like the, 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 um, chilled section at Starbucks. Like it's like a really bad turkey sandwich and I wasn't with anybody and I just ate it really quick and I was like, what did I just do? And then I was fine with it. And then I realized I've been living a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you weren't, you, were you mulling over, giving up, veg- like, no. being a vegetarian? No, it was like, it was like you know what, you're just like, what was that impulse by? What did I do? Yeah, but that's pretty drastic to suddenly totally. grab and makes, slam makes no sense. that Starbucks turkey yeah. Sammy. I mean, I'm s- screwed up. I'm screwed in the Did head. you have the parasite then? Was it the parasite no. controlling you? No, 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 that was gone. No, yeah, it was gone. So now I'm eating beef chili. I'm loving it. I fucking love you. Um, I fucking love you. Thanks for sitting down. You're welcome. Uh, you have to come back. We'll talk about brain bugs. I will. Talk about all sorts of stuff. We can, traveling yeah, world. Yeah, we can get, we can get deep yeah. into like And we'll see. We'll medical. see if we can criticize our president. We don't know if we will be able to. I'm sure we'll be able to criticize whoever is our president in some form. We'll see. Crit- we'll see. I don't want a lawsuit. Criticism is uh, constructive, can be constructive. Can be. That's right. But it can be a lawsuit. We the people. Yes, we can. Si se puede and si se Sarah. Where can people find you, Sarah Lane? And how can they find you? And where should they be on the lookout? And how did Chris Gore find you? You should lock your doors. Well, uh, I know. He's so funny. He looks exactly the same, too. Uh, he, uh, uh, where can people find me? I, I still post on Twitter probably the most. I'm just at Sarah Lane. I post about sports a lot, and some people have voiced their displeasure as if I'm only supposed to talk about megapixels. So right. F all, y'all. Uh, basketball season just started. Um, besides that, I'm Sarah Lane Rocks on Snapchat, uh, which is my kind of my new favorite network. Um, although I'm on Facebook every day, that that tab is never closed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me there as well. I'm pretty much Sarah Lane everywhere. Uh, SarahLane.com. There's not much going on there, but it's live. It's still there. Yeah. There was a post about you coming to LA. Uh, yeah, that was probably like, that was the last post. I basically just post every few years when like I'm like, hey, I'm moving cities. Major life change. I'll let you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, still here. <laughs> Still around, guys. Thanks Still for happy. the support. Even when it's it's you sharing those cockroaches, I'm going to be very, very happy and very proud. Thank you. Um, thank you for sitting down. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, kids, I love you as well. Let's do this again. Maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. This might have been the last one. Front page tomorrow, 10 o'clock. Be there for that. Huge charity stream this Friday. Six hours to benefit stackup.org. We're throwing it in conjunction with Oculus. There's going to be VR games and madness. 
Maybe I can convince Sarah Lane to come out. I won't put her to that on camera, but later, that's a Friday. You probably don't. It's a Friday. But other people will be here. <laughs> cool. Thanks for watching. Kisses, sucks, and belly rugs. Bye. Bye. <laughs>